Yes now, and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I am your host, Louis McCaffrey, and tonight, um, as last time, I am joined by three Chris's of varying degrees of quality. First one, uh, Chris Gallagher. I assume that's the best quality one. Uh, yep, starting at the top. Oh, thanks very much. Hello. Hi, Louis. Hi. Um, secondly, Chris Bowd. Hi. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. And uh, just because he's been shitting on me since he walked in the door in third place is... Uh, Pastor Brown himself, it's Chris O'Manny. Happy to prop you up as always, Louis. That's a promotion for me. <laughs> I was bad. last last week. Like a wee bout. <laughs> so happy. You're climbing the table. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Points at Podcasts. <laughs> Visual cues. Um, so we, we'll start off as we always do, Chris, and um, do a wee bit of promotion, self-promotion. Yeah. Um, we had the live show last week. It was a tremendously successful night. Do you want to tell us a bit more about it? We had our live show, which, as Louis says, was tremendously successful. Um, we met, we got to meet a lot of our patrons, and uh, thanks to everyone who came and said hello, and thanks to people who probably bought Bowd Sambuka, and uh, it was a really great night, really good fun. The, if you're Tier 3 C- CSC, uh, you will be able to see the video um, and the podcast in a couple of weeks. I'll let you know those dates when they are closer to the time. Um, but thanks to everyone who genuinely... Uh, took the time to come and see us talk about Celtic. Um, it was a um, cracking night, great. Also, we raised £800, um, so that's from ticket sales and from all the merchandise that was sold on the night. We sold, uh, we made £800, which I think is uh, some going for, for one night. So thanks to everyone who donated, everyone who bought something to do with it, and uh, yeah, fantastic. And there's more to come, or is this not the, the only live show? There'll be more in the future. Uh, plans are in place for the next live show, and as Chris Armani said when I gave him the, the proposal for it, he just went, oh, Jesus. So yeah. That was a good reaction. He went, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I dropped something at the same time. It yeah. was not related. Yeah. Brilliant. So, um, b- before we move on, uh, iTunes... Um, <laughs> He's still, still promoting it, you know. Yeah. You've got to. Um, Flipboard. No, I don't know if you know this, Louis. You really don't have to promote iTunes anymore. I know, but it's, you know. Still pop on, give us a five-star Oh, yeah, right, listen, that's yeah, of course. This yeah. is the original, you know, free podcast. Yes, we've of got course. To, we've got to prop up, as always. And um, the, the website, nowminutesynic.com, with loads of, of things on it. An article went up today. Uh, we're looking at the treble um, seasons uh, one by one. We're reviewing them, picking out highlights, so check that out. Um, in terms of the website, there's huge changes in the pipeline. Um, there's huge cha- changes in the pipeline for all of 90 Minutes Cynic moving forward. Um, can't wait. Excited. And uh, we'll give you more news when we have it. Fantastic. So Celtic are back, finally, after what felt like a very long international break. Um, we were back at the weekend at home against Livingston, which we absolutely dominated uh, 4-0. Um, obviously, we had the game against Livingston. That was our only defeat away to Livingston. Uh, previously, the game that was a game before an international break. Um, but this one, obviously, we kind of got a wee bit of revenge and we put on a, a much better performance, as I suppose you would expect at Celtic Park. Um, so, Manny, I'll come to you first. What, what, were your, what was your kind of takeaway from the game? Did you Were you impressed? Yeah, I thought we it was a, it was a great performance. You could tell... Um, with the last game, obviously, when they beat us, the physicality had upset us. You could tell that we were best prepared for that. Um, Livingston were quite dogged at the start. Um, took us a bit, took a bit of time for us to kind of put the game to bed. But when we got the second, 
you you know the the other two goals seemed inevitable, um, and we could have definitely scored more. Um, you, you know some of the chances that we missed. Griffiths was caught in between two mines with a brilliant ball put in from Frimpong, one that I can remember off the top of my head. Frimpong himself um, probably should have got a goal or two as well. Um, overall, it's exactly what you wanted. Uh, a comfortable performance, adding goals. Um, because obviously we're still level with, with Rangers just now uh, against a team which who can be really dogged. No, so it was good. It was good. So it was all good. It's all good. Uh, it was all good. Bout. Aye, aye. All, all good for you. Uh, excellent. excellent. Any negative points um, you want to bring up? Uh, not really. I mean, good. going into it, you, I was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the correct answer. Uh, no, I, you've got that wee concern. I don't like. I prefer Christie in the middle, but that was fine. I think Grodjic. Looked great. The ball in for Eddie's goal was, come on, say that again. Come on, that, that ball in for Eddie's goal, lovely. I thought probably Roger a bit of fluke, but was okay. I thought he was okay as well. Yeah, he wasn't outstanding, but you just said he was great. The, the puppet, Aye, the puppet getting, master. He was. He was okay. Fine. He was fine. We're getting better. We're seeing. There's a a definite upward trajectory for for Roderick, I think here. Trajectory, yeah. aye. Aye, that's the one. Do you eat a fucking dictionary? Um, <laughs> Why would that improve my vocabulary? <laughs> I don't know. It would make you ill. Maybe uh, you'd, go to, you'd go to the doctors and then go to hospital and then you'd read books. What, no, what if it was an edible dictionary? It'd be fine then. Just when we think we've got answered all the questions, he um, he changes the answers. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like we've all ate edibles, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> the uh, other point I was going to make, Julian, just considering how poorly he played in the... Levy game we lost, it was good to see him just basically dominating people. The, the, the one thing that kind of stood out for me and has stood out for the last, you know, well, most of the home games, to be fair, I think it's particularly evident in the home games where we've got quite a lot of space, but he's great at switching the big diagonal balls and switching play from one side to the other. Um, Julian, which is probably something that Ayer doesn't quite have. Obviously, Ayer is obviously happy to, to dribble with the ball and, and, you know, wander aimlessly into wide open spaces. <laughs> and he does that really well and excels at it. Who sang wide open spaces again? Uh, Dixie Chicks. Good in a wide open space. All right, do, not do, that do, one. Do, do. What's that song? Oh, no, sorry. Um, uh, I'll, I'll Google it. Um, but, garbage? But yeah, Chris. Yo. Wide open spaces. The space is all yours. What would you like to say about the game? Uh, I thought to say, yeah, those guys, that Bowd guy mentioning Julian and you mentioning Julian, uh, really cool. Don't mention him, Jesus Christ, move on. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I thought... Um, Manson. Manson, that's it. Shirley Manson was in Garbage Bowd, so half point. <laughs> 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 uh, again, I, I mean, we keep coming back to Frimpong, but for a boy who's only played a handful of games, I, I just thought he showed... Uh, Real tactical awareness, uh, knowing when to move forward, knowing when to move back. His recovery pace is fantastic. He really loves the physical side of it. I think Livingston tried to bully him, um, and uh, he just, you know, wiped it off. You know, he's just fantastic. And I'm already at this point where I'm thinking to myself, he starts every week. Um, now, obviously, that that's not going to be that's not going to be true for for Thursday because he's not registered, but. You know, going into this cup final, am I worried that he's going to be, you know, exposed in any way? Absolutely not. Well, I, I think I think he's playing. I think he's he's got technique. He's got a good head on him. He knows when to break the lines and move forward, move beyond, and he knows when to set off. 
he, he looks I think you said it the other week so Manny like he genuinely looks like top draw but, but, but actually well Neil Lennon's probably it's probably worked out quite well for him in the fact that uh, that Frimpong isn't registered for the European Games so it's kind of like well he's got no choice but to give him a rest during the week which is definitely going to help because he, if, if he was registered then I think the temptation would be then to play him, but then you risk the burnout and everything else. I think. It. I think the thing is though, um, ironically enough, in a lot of ways, I, I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, Ren at home in a game that doesn't mean anything to the opposition yeah, is absolutely would have been perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah. So if if he was if he was fitting, you know, ready to go, Ren at home and Cluj away, where the games hopefully will win on Thursday and put the 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 group to bed but you know those are two games that you think to yourself that is where you could blood a wee young guy who's kind of coming through and doing really well but yeah I, I mean I, I just think we're in a situation now where um, El Hamed's really going to be a squad player Bauer's going to go back to Stoke um, but no wonder after that jacket and hat Inspector Gadget number that was, that was superb Jesus Christ you, to emulate you, that Bowd's saying that because he has one of those it was jackets. the wrong occasion yep. you can't be wearing that out indoors we're all talking about You're it. literally wearing a hat and doors. No, yep. it was more the backwards. jacket that offended me. Yeah, clown. That offends me. A backwards oh, you're, cap. You're, you're talking about this guy. Because he's waterproof. Did you just come straight for the, the b-ball court? Because <laughs> you look as if you've just came for there. White men can't jump, of course. I've got really harsh things to say to you, but I'm not going to air them out in public. <laughs> I'm going to leave Because you're private. better than that. Damn right. <laughs> I think Gal made a very good point about Frimpong. Not just against Livingston. The last few games he's played, teams have tried to bully him and just hack him out of the game, and he's just brushed off. I think it's. I think we also need to mention the. We're talking about how good he is, and 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 what about saying there the the um, Guardiola rumor? Couldn't get to it. That that was made up. I but it's brilliant. Oh right, okay. and let's make it what, a what fact. It? The Guardiola rumor was. Oh, that, sell, sell, so Silly and Sheridan is making stuff up on Twitter, and yeah. people are baiting it. Oh, it's great. And yeah, yeah that's his entire account. And fair play, it's fucking brilliant. Sure. Tell me. Turns out, right? <coughs> See when we sold him, Pep had you know been told we'd sold for Impong. He came back in the preseason and went, "Where's the wee Dutch guy?" And he goes, "That's Frimpong. We sold him." Oh, I thought that was somebody else. I went, "Ah, he's not." Because he's that good. He's that good. I mean, it's bullshit, but I love it. Yep. Just to confirm, this is good. this is not a ninety minute. We're not saying anything in terms of like. I endorse that. I believe it's true. It's a disclaimer going out. This is a disclaimer going out. However, however, fucking class. It's very, it's very funny. It's probably true. We'll take it. Allegedly, Frimpong has really impressed, and he does look as if he's going to be, you know, a fantastic player for us. And I'm not. I'm. I'm not trying to be negative, right? But mm. <laughs> I'm not a racist, but <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But at some point he is gonna have a dip. So we're better trying to manage it so that it happens, you know, it it doesn't impact him too much when it comes. What's the biggest worry or, or biggest concern that we need to kinda mitigate right now? Is it that he plays too much, especially in December, when it's so congested, do we try and still try and stagnate it, even though we've not got as many European games, or does he just play every game? I just there's this whole big thing about footballers and burnout. You don't get burned out after playing five games. 
The guy, yeah. the guy needs to play. Yeah, he needs he games. Need, he needs games. Possibly. He's not going to get burned out, burned out even at, even playing thirty. But Possibly. not, not Aye, physically. But maybe but mentally, a, mentally, he might be. He might fatigue a bit. Having Especially a dozen if, games in twenty days or something's not yeah. going to do him any good. But that's going to give him the experience. I think it is going to do him good. I think that gives him the experience. If you want to play for Celtic, you want to play at this level. You have to know what it means to have a harsh winter because every every December we play a ridiculous like amount that. of games, like that. and so. For me, I, I would prefer he plays as many games as he can. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. I would definitely agree. Um, I don't think we should await his dip. He will dip. Yeah. You know, that it's going to happen. He's a young player. You know, we'll know when you throw him under the bus and he's dipped. <laughs> um, I was pointing at Louis there. Um, but it, that's definitely going to happen. But see right now, the guy's played so few first team games. He's so good just now. The fact that we've got El Hamed, he's not fit just now, right? Obviously, but the fact we've got El Hamed, who's not really done anything wrong, I think, looks, he's, been, I think he's been good. He's going to be a he's, he's going to be a real a real asset to us. I think that if the dip comes, we should be best placed in order to accommodate that. But right now, I think we just enjoy what he's bringing to the performances, and I think we do get more experience under his belt. Um, and see from an attacking sense, I think. How far you know when he gets forward? I've never. I've, there's few players I've seen with feet as fast as him, and I think that made yeah. the difference in games like Saturday, yeah. because when you're when you've got packed teams, he's not he's not going to play a, like a Rogic pass, you know that you know he slices the defence open, but he's going to tear he, those he, fullbacks he beats, to pieces. He, he beats a man more than any fullback I think we've we've had in a long time. Exactly. Anyway, that byline, he's a turns into DDI again in the last the final third. Only thing only thing I'll say is he needs to improve his crossing. Even at that, Griffiths needs to improve his finishing. That's all I'm. No, no, no. Like I I think, uh, if if I was, if you were being picky, then maybe, maybe he's he's made some great crosses. I'm a fanboy. I'm I'm not accepting any sort of criticism. So he's the he's the instant classic. Yes. So back to back to the game. He obviously he started. We we also had uh, Tam start with Christie pushed out wide and Hayes at left back. Um, Johnny Hayes obviously he went off, didn't play the full game, but. Johnny Hayes' inclusion over uh, Greg Taylor from the start. What did we think about his performance? There's a lot of people kind of disgruntled by it, but we've had the debate on probably a number of podcasts um, for the fact that he's not really done anything wrong and he he's, deserves he's, to, he's to get his time. He's flying high. That's funny. Nice one. I don't think he's done anything wrong. I think the, the reaction... Uh, I know we're only going by social media, but the reaction's been really over the top. Yeah. You know, he's stunting Greg Taylor's de- <laughs> development. Again, you don't stunt someone's development by keeping them out of the team for three months. That's I, the, this hyper hyperbole just of like, he's going to get burned out and uh, his development's going to get stunted. God, it, you know, you have to, you can't, I've said this before and I'll, I'll say it again, no question, you can't just walk into the Celtic first team when you get signed, you have to earn your place, you have to earn, and we've talked about it in the past, Sir Manny, but Martin O'Neill, you had to earn his, his respect and you had to earn a place in his team, and Greg Taylor needs to earn his place in this team, Johnny Hayes is ahead of him, Johnny Hayes is playing fine. Who, who impressed you the most? Because obviously the, 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 the change happened on the 50th minute, so, you know, let, let's say they got half each, who was the most impressive Greg Taylor or Johnny Hayes? Taylor. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Taylor. Taylor knows the position better. 
So I think I think Taylor. I don't know if there was that much. I thought I, I thought Taylor linked up really well with James Forrest. Yeah, me too. I, I thought he looked really promising, yeah. and, and his deliveries into the box. I thought were. I'd, pretty I'd, I'd, good. I don't. I don't begrudge his his place really. I don't fear him playing at left back, but we we're, were a better team with Taylor in the team. So I get why he's playing his in terms of. He's had the jersey. He's played okay. He's not messed up, especially in big games like in, in you know in, in Rome and things like that. But ultimately, it, it can't be anything other than a stopgap. And I wouldn't say it's fair. I, I agree with you in terms of saying he's stunting Greg Taylor's growth. I don't think that's fair on his. But I'm at a position now whereby I'd rather. I think I'd rather they started playing Taylor there because I think it was really quite stark on Saturday that. We were a better side. We were a better attacking threat with Taylor there instead of his. It's just my feeling on it. I, I think I sorry, Boud. Yeah, I mean the future is Ball and Golly um, and Greg Taylor, but Celtic need to win every game. So I can understand Lennon going with a guy he trusts. But yeah, personally, I would have liked to have seen Taylor. I think there's been room for him to have gotten more more minutes. Taylor, Taylor played well for Scotland as well yeah. in a honking Scotland side. So you know he. He's he Greg Taylor is a natural fullback the way that um, Johnny Hayes isn't, and from that point of view, I just think I think he gives a better balance. Um, Johnny Hayes, he's dislocated shoulder. I think that's that's the thing though. Um, like it might be a time issue as well. We saw the likes of Julian when he came in. Obviously, there was a lot of expectation because of you know the price tag and everything else and a position that we really needed quality in. But he didn't start right away because you know for one reason or another he wasn't quite ready. It might be the same with Greg Taylor. He'll be kind of drip fed into it, which we've seen with players in the past. And the other thing is the likes of Hayes. And, and near Beaton, for example, they're both utility players. They can play in a number of positions, and every squad needs that. It's probably something that fans maybe don't value as much as managers value. But you know, to managers, these guys are crucial. See, utility player, I don't. I like near Beaton is a central midfielder who plays at centre half because at one point. There was no one else, so he was put in as a sort of... But he's got better at it. He's got better at it, but I wouldn't be comfortable going into a European game when he bit on at centre-half. Depends against who. A real European game? Last 32 game. Rosenberg? No. Oh, any Norwegian. Aye. Anything Chumps. to do with Norway. Any, Norway. Aye, but I don't Idiots. know. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, but, no, I, just, I don't know. I, so, utility player for me is someone more like Charlie Mulgrew, who... Can play who when he was at Celtic could play to a decently high level in all three positions. I don't know if Beton can play that high level at centre half. I Charlie Mulgrew, did you say? Yeah, shit man. But you hate him. I, I don't. I do not like him. But I think you can't deny he, he won Player of the Year at centre half, and he played really well in central mid, and he played. He started at left back, so he he played to a high level in three positions. Whereas he's I no more Mosella, but he did. He did stop. Vidar Reseth could play badly in <laughs> just about any position. What do you mean, shut up? Where, where was Vidar Reese's best position? Right back. You just made that up. Right back in the dressing room. Right back in the dressing room. <laughs> so the the game, obviously, the, the scoring, Eddie got the first one. Um, yep. Scott Brown. Yeah. Belter. 
<laughs> Deflection trundled in. Well, you know, cheat. And it means necessary. Just another one of my many catchphrases. <laughs> and um, no credibility. And uh, and I was listening to the cynic wall. Uh, cynic walls. Celtic walls. Cynic, the cynic walls. Um, two of my catchphrases used in the first, uh, you know, five ten minutes. Lovely. What, Lovely what, we nod to what, the. What were the catchphrases? I can't remember. Um, by any means necessary, and that's uh, not said, it's not said in a good thing and a good way. Really. You're just taking any mention of stuff you said. There, is, w- there was another one I can't remember. There was another one. one. But there's so many. I've got so them. many. I uh, I can't. I, I've got. What's your favourite Christmas greatest hits album coming out? What? What's your favourite catchphrase? Um, probably you know where's my right back at me most of my. For everyone listening, we did. I did create an intro uh, for Rat Watch on their last Manny McCaffrey podcast. But I couldn't put it out. <laughs> it yeah. was, it was, it was, it was too much. I think we would have got yeah, the, legal, the legal team. Brendan, lawyers, <laughs> Brendan Rogers' lawyers um, saying this needs to stop. Uh, but uh, was it that bad? On the cynic walls, uh, that was a tier three podcast, a feature podcast, three hours of friendships being destroyed. My, myself and Chris are no longer speaking, um, and uh, purely but, on a professional basis. Yes, but Barry Gallagher, what a rap bastard! Oh, gee. <sighs> I don't spoil it. I'm okay, only, I'm only the. Intro. No. <laughs> I was going to say, but I can't actually say it because it's a big moment. But moving forward, uh, we will have uh, Louis McCaffrey and uh, Chris Armani and Brian McManus on a panel, and Paul Carlin will torture them for three hours. It should be great. Is it three hours long? Aye. Holy shit. Anyway, right. back to the game. Um, so we, I, did, I don't know if I mentioned Scott Brown's trundler into the goal, but um, James Forrest got two mm-hmm. as well. Jimmy Forrest. Um, yeah. Favourite goal of the game? Uh, Obviously, Bowd, it's. It's SB, but that excluded um, Brown Town. They were all really good, actually. Eddie was superb. Um, James Forrest's second was outstanding. And also just this composure for the, the first James Forrest goal as well, picking up the ref- deflection. It's a tie below Scott Brown's goal, which is the winner. Samani, <laughs> <laughs> goal. James's wee volley. James's. He'll sell. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um... I'd say um, Eddie's because a lot of times in that situation when you've got that much time you can really fuck up but his composure his finishing something else great ball by Tam as well oh. um, I, 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 th- I didn't think Roger was was bad by I'm not saying that at all but he still just looks a little bit slow but I, I thought he played I thought, I thought he played well but I, I don't think I don't he think he, fine. I think sometimes he needs a cuddle and yeah. you know, just a wee bit of TLC. And, you know, you are the boy, yeah, and I'm happy to right. do it. Logic usually does that. It usually takes a wee bit of time to get back into it. Like when he's been out for a eighteen months. <laughs> well, he's basically been out for eighteen months. And he's played he's a lot of games recently. I mean, he played against Aberdeen for the full, um, Aye. the full so dinner. He's, he's getting back into it, but he needs game time. To this is great. This is great stuff. Yeah. That's why you're here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really excited if we can get a fucking proper Tam Rogic there. Aye. On top of everyone else we've got. Uh, you're bumming them up. I'm not going to announce spoilers, but my <laughs> midfield is just like the rest of my team, outstanding. Pish. Um, <laughs> Do one. I'll piss off you. <laughs> anyway, um, the before we move on to the rest of the results from the league, Lee Griffiths is back. So yes. he came on. Lovely to see. Um, yep, got a great reception when he came on. Um, obviously, Rusty, he should have scored that one. Um, you know, he as. Samani, I think Samani had said he was caught in two minds. Mm. Um, great to great to have him back though, especially when 
we've pretty much only had Eddie for, for quite a while now. I mean, we've mentioned it before and we'll probably mention it again. This period that's coming up, you know, it's it's really tough. I mean, we've got, got a lot of games. I think it's something like 18 games in 36 days or something. It's it's a, a, a mammoth amount of games. So the more members of the squad we've got fit, the better. But obviously, straight from a striking point of view, uh, you know, Eduard is on another level. Um, but Griffiths is such a great backup now people will be like oh backup no yes he's not as good as edward um but I, I wouldn't i wouldn't be too worried going into a game with lee griffiths as your number one yeah well that's, that's what i was going to ask if the worst came, you know if the worst thing happened and, and eddie you know had picked up an injury couldn't play could you could you trust griffiths in this busy period that we're, we're having certainly domestically could you trust him to to be the man to to get the goals Absolutely, but he's done it before, so we know he's capable of it. It's just obviously coming back. Um, it's is how he, long it takes to yeah, get it up to speed. Exactly. Is he fully fit? Does he have that confidence that you need as a striker? We'll see over the coming games as he gets more minutes. But actually, I no personally, fear. I think, I I think his his actual ability and his technique is pretty un, like undervalued and underrated. I think he has he's shown, you know, even at. Uh, Ibrooks, uh, not so long ago, he showed that he has the the technique and he, he can be exceptional on his day, but obviously he has his deficiencies in, in Europe. He's kind of they come they come to the fore more than anywhere else. But domestically, Samani, he's obviously got a big big role to play. We need him to. I mean, there is still that wee lingering doubt about how how he, how quickly he can hit the ground running. <clears throat> but as Bound yep. said, Bound says he's done it before. We know what he can do, what he, a fully fit Griffiths will bring to the team. My only issue is if we're going to get that soon enough, because we are light up front. Yeah. If Edward, uh, you know, God forbid, does pick up an injury. Or a suspension, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, relying on one forward isn't a good thing, so we really do need Griffiths to be able to step in uh, to an extent. His bio, oh, I know he's injured, but he certainly hasn't struck me as the sort of guy that can lead the line for us just yet so I would need Griffiths to do that no sh- time will tell in the next few games whether he's there yet you know I feel sorry for Bio because I think he he showed and and kind of glimpses of what he can produce and he's been unlucky with injuries that it's really yeah. kind of stunted his yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow I think you're right though I think is that the bus driving over yeah. him there I didn't actually mean that. <laughs> no, no, I was kind of agreeing, but it sounded like I was being Just sarcastic. The, fuck you I, the disdain was more directed yeah, at Louis yeah, yeah, as opposed yeah. to... Yeah, it is. You, uh, it's it's, me, it's, it's just, my ratty wee face. It's just tonight, it? isn't it? It's Aye. just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd like to apologise to Bio. Uh, I've got every faith in you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to apologise to me now, Boud. I know, I think you're right. He is unlucky. I think he definitely would have seen a lot of 30 minutes. Um, if he'd been fit just to protect Eddie over the last period of time so he's kind of unfortunate that he's, he's picked up an injury at a bad time Absolutely um, the, So the, the rest of the results in the league uh, this weekend St Murren St Murren 1-2-1 against Ross County at home uh, Kilmarnock beat Hearts still kind of manage, managerless Hearts still got um, Austin McPhee the guy for Nickelback as the caretaker manager Chris, um, Chris Buck turning back the yields apparently turning yeah, back the yields um, Rangers <laughs> won 3-1 uh, at Hamilton they were crap but 
Yeah, uh, they were planting. Uh, tell us more. Uh, I just the Hamilton. If Hamilton had any sort of, <coughs> firstly, Hamilton are garbage. Hamilton are like awful. Um, but Hamilton had two or three clear cut chances that any other any decent Scottish Premiership striker would have taken, but it it just didn't fall for them. Rangers defensively look to be below par, and I, I and I think that's that's. Going to cost them. Going to cost, well, it's not going to cost them the league. It's probably it'll cost them. You know, lots of points. Fucking frustrating. That they keep grinding out results. Yeah, it's the, when they play passion, you get the win. That's the disappointment. Aye, but Hamilton are Aye. like below pish. Do you know what I mean? If they go, like, don't get me wrong, Aberdeen are also pish. Below pish is a shite. If you think about it, hmm? below pish is a shite. Depends on how you're ranking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bell movements. Well, I'll be returning to the night minute cynic uh, free feed. Uh, anyway, let us know on Twitter. Uh, is uh, <laughs> 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 um, Hibs won three one uh, against Motherwell. Um, obviously, they've got Jack Ross in, yeah, which is a pretty good appointment. Considering obviously he had done so well previously at St Mern, went down south. Sunderland, man, back. see Sunderland, they would ruin anyone's Crack career. Crop. They would, they would literally take anyone down with them. So. Yeah. I think Hibs have got a really, really good manager on their hands and uh, I look forward to them taking points off the hands. And yeah. beating, to be fair to them, beating Motherwell, who have been very Aye, good this solid. season. Um, yeah. That's a really good result. Um, and then St. Johnson, Aberdeen, one each. Um, yeah, Aberdeen just continuing to yo-yo and good one week, shine the next week. They've got a link up with Atlanta, Atlanta United. Mm-hmm. All new boards. Yeah, new boards. They've, they've, they've actually said for the first time that they might not be leaving Petodri if they can't afford it. So they, I don't know if that was today or yesterday, but they've mentioned that they might not be leaving Petodri. So, so that leaves um, after that round of fixtures. We are, of course, still dominating, still top, sitting at the top of the. This top is how this is how we work. This is how we yeah. work. Um, we are, you know, still level on points, but the goal difference is now three. So we are uh, three ahead on goal difference. Uh, Aberdeen are third um, with 25 points. Motherwell in fourth with 22 points. Kilmarnock with 21. Um, And at the bottom of the league, there's actually four teams all on 11 points. So we have St. Johnson, Hamilton, St. Mern and Hearts all at the bottom. Losers. Every single one of them. Except St. Mirren. As that was me and Sir Manny's old primary school. (laughs) (laughs) Shout oh, out! Wow. Yeah, it's a bit spelled differently, but it's fine. Is it not St Mirren's? <coughs> or is it St Mirren? I don't know. Like, what's good? What the school good? belongs to St Mirren. What's your fucking point? We're St Mirren. Okay. Shite hole. Um, so on Thursday, where did you go? Holy Cross. Yes. Yeah, oh, are you went to? Oh, right, that's the Intergovern Hill uh, feud there. St Brides. CSE. We dominate. You had a swimming pool, didn't you? Aye, we, we, we used to go here and shine the pool. So did I you. never. <laughs> every, <laughs> primary, every primary school got wired right into their pool. Don't you Aye. worry about that. We were all pushing in it and you just jumped in it next. I didn't <laughs> swim, so and also I hate everyone, so that's fine. <laughs> Can I just say, I, I just swam in it. Uh, <laughs> did you? Unlike you. Who, oh, no. It didn't mark our territory, we were at war. Um, well, anyway, it was a war. It was. <laughs> um, so, on Thursday, we're playing Ren in the uh, the Europa League. Um, we are obviously at the top. We, we've, we've already qualified for the, the next round of the Europa League. Oh, um, yes. after Breaking our, news, lads. <laughs> after our domination. Mr. Current Affairs here. 
What assholes, man. We need to switch up the panel for next week. This is taking that absolute tanking this week. Um, aye, so we're playing Renbound. Oh, lovely. Aye, we should... Uh, What's your thoughts, Dick? <laughs> well, I think that... I mean, they're still a good team, but they've got, they've got nothing to play for. We're at home. Um, I don't know if it's coming up. Sorry, I can't remember the, the agenda that you sent out very professionally. Um, but obviously, I think the board have made a very bad decision. Aye, we're going to have to talk about that, of course. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Pressure off. We still very much want to win this and top the, the group. So I don't think Glennon should be resting players like left, right, and centre. But well, yeah, you go into it. Yeah. Something that's a luxury. Very rarely in Europe are we playing a game where it's like, yeah, we can just go out and play yeah well for for anybody who's not an absolute cock and will hear me out we are we have qualified What's we're that? top of the group okay. um <laughs> we have 10 points Cluj have nine lazio three ren have one um we obviously got the draw in the away game in ren which was probably one of our best performances obviously the lazio game is the best one but um the ren performance really set the tone for the whole the whole campaign um you know, Bowd alluded to it there, Samani, about, you know, he doesn't want to change the approach too much. How do you approach this? Because whether you like it or not, the players and everybody are going to know that we have qualified. So there's going to be an element of pressure that's not quite there. Would you change absolutely nothing, treat it as if we're not through and go for the three points? Or... Do we maybe think about it more tactically with the busy schedule that we've got up? Maybe rotate things a bit? Treat it like we're not through. <clears throat> um, I think the difference between finishing first and second is bigger than people are making out. Astronomically. Um, Which is big. <laughs> wow. <laughs> big, big. So, yeah, I mean, you, you get a good chance of getting like one of the teams that drop out of the Champions League or one of the you know the more difficult teams right away in, in the last 32. Now, if we get a kind of draw in the last 32, once you start making, you know, you get a better chance of maybe making a wee run to it. I mean, if we got to the quarterfinals this season, I think that would be, be huge for us. It'd be huge in terms of um, it does a mindset. Lot, it does a lot for recruitment as well, Yeah, moving forward. Yeah. It, do, it does a lot for the Patreon as well. Terrific. So that's me saying we're going to get through another two rounds of knockout <laughs> European football you after Christmas. fucking... Idiot. <laughs> if we win on Thursday. But oh. if Clu- I mean, if Cluj win on Thursday as well, then it comes into the last game. I, said, I would probably rest play Hell against no. Rain and then just pump Cluj. I want to, I want to pump him! Jeez. Ah. He's in a weird face. Eh? I think... Um, what well, he will do is a turn. They're all muckers. <laughs> um, so, uh, obviously, going to the game and uh, looking forward to it. Um, I think it's going to be interesting in terms of big wide open space again where the Green Brigade are not being there right, we're going to come to that I, right, know, okay. I know you're actually we're going to talk about the football it's a football podcast yeah well <laughs> keep the politics at a podcast a po- yeah, politics at a podcast yeah exactly um, a Bauer will play then mm-hmm. yeah Bauer yeah. will have to play unless he changes formation unless he sticks with the back three I don't think he will I think that was just a sort of line up with Lazio um, so there's Ohamid He's injured for six weeks. Six weeks, is it? Which was last week, so he's up for five weeks. Shit. Um, Next week, it'll be four weeks. <laughs> you following this? <laughs> <laughs> You're so really on. nasty. <laughs> uh, aye, so Bauer will play. Um, that was the one thing I was going to say about uh, Frimpong. Um, 
I don't know if I would have played on sat on, on hindsight with the game coming in to when you won power to have had minutes. Are you flip flopping already? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, uh, I'm not a massive. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not a massive fan of just bringing. Play him every game. Look, I would arrest. Power's going to run about pointlessly and throw the ball hard. Doesn't really matter if he's played at the weekend or not. <laughs> That's essentially what he's going to do. Fair enough. Fair enough. But writing him off after about one and a half games, but that's what I do. It'll be, I'm guessing it'll be Bower Taylor, unless Bolly's back, but no word on that yet. So Bower Taylor, Phil the Bower Taylor. <clears throat> we'll get to <laughs> that's not his name, <laughs> hey, but that's the Darts game. I know, but also no, it's not. It's, it's, it's Phil the Power Taylor. So you, what you've got his name wrong. Yeah. We'll get to the 90th minute. <laughs> no, no, ground. no, and no, 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 it's no, no. This is such a snidey battle. He's coming up. Bower will say one more thing and then bang a goal. In. Made a combo joke the other day, so yeah, already been there, pal. So more appropriate. Does anybody give any credence to the idea of you know there being a bit of a change in priority with the with the league and so many fixtures coming up? I mean, do we over through December should we not have? One eye on trying to manage the squad. Managing so what the... you're saying is forget about the League Cup, <laughs> just put out a Diddy team for that. No, no I'm talking about this. Okay. We're already through. Right. Yeah, we're already through. I think... I, 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 get, I get your point about, you know, finishing first. Of course we want to finish first. Um, do we finish first? We can't finish first if we win this I, game. If we win this Clues game... Get if Clues get beat and we win this game, we finish first. Because we've got ten, we've got ten points and they've got nine, so, so we'll go on to thirteen. They draw, and they would go on to ten. Thirteen. <laughs> Do you not trust me now? Come down to this is some so we could to get beat. I but we'd have to go and beat Collusion. No, no. If they draw and we win, we'll go on to thirteen points. They will be on ten. I literally just said that. Yes, but we could afford to get beat one 0 because it would be a head to head. Oh, and Cluge. And Cluge. Getting on the permutations out here, right, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, we won't get beaten, Cluj, we'll win in Cluj. We're going to leave this group undefeated. Boom. Boom. Um, so, I've, obviously, we've, we've played them before. They, um, we, we do put a wee bit of planning into this podcast, and I did uh, send out a rundown with the lineup from the Dijon Mustard game uh, the weekend. Which they won. No, they lost 2-1. That's what Louis puts yeah. as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought that was quite good. Um, so they got they got beat 2-1 in the last league game. Um, I think the boy, I'm sure I read that the boy uh, Caravinga, um, the young 19-year-old boy who's yeah. Real Madrid are apparently wanting to buy him. Um, he didn't play against injured. us. He didn't play against us, did he? He came on. He came on. on. He came yeah, on. Right, yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure I read that he is out. He's got an injury, so he's out for a number of weeks and missing the game. Um, see next week, see when you've got a pertinent fact, could you check it <laughs> before you bring it to the table? Eh? Just, a, just a little hosting tip for you, pal. You how get, how many pod, podcasts you hosted recently? Don't need to. For good reason. Don't need to unpass that. I'm above that now. I'm, 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 I'm the piss compared to the shit. Oh, jeez. Oh, this is Bouds hosting. No, this, this is Bouds hosting. Hello. Welcome to 90 Minutes, Nick. This is so, great stuff. This is this is fantastic. Can I host next week? You can host whatever you want. Piss off, you can get your own show. This He's in charge, wee man, all right? Um, so is there anything that stood out from the first game that you can remember? Um, I know it was a while ago. But anything that you think we um, need to be wary of going into this game? Because obviously, 
they are a, they are a good team. They are. They, they, I, I do wonder what their motivation is. So this is dangerous for us. I think get an early goal, they capitulate is. I, I, well, it's possible. I hate Celtic being. The, do you? Oh, fuck off! Man. It figures. Aye. Adds up. Everybody's been dicks. <laughs> Everybody's been dicks. Um, I I hate when uh, Celtic have got like uh, like their favourites, or yeah, when we it, it's absolutely need to be under the way people are talking about this game. It's like it'll be fine. We'll just turn up. We'll win. Um, Ren have got nothing to lose, and you know that could mean that they do completely capitulate. They might put out a weakened team, but also they might turn up and think, "Fuck it, we'll just play." And <clears> they're fighting for that last shred of pride. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and the th- the fact because that- you've got none, Ren. You've got none. They are <laughs> Ren. Listen, are listening. That's great. I'm going to pin this podcast <laughs> up in the wall on Thursday night. Cheers, bowed. Do you know how? <laughs> How would they find the podcast up? It would just be a picture. They'll find a way. They'll find. Am a I way. not right in saying they were up either third or fourth in the league when they when we when played we the first game? Yeah, yeah. They are now down to twelve. Ah. They have um, they've lost three out of their last five games, um, including their last game, obviously, as I said. So, you know, there may be a team, as you say, that are going to lack in confidence. They're already out. They're maybe not going to be as motivated, but it could go either way. Yeah, I mean, I, I to be honest, I really don't know what to expect from them. From us, we, as Samana says, treat it like we're, we're yeah. st- we, we need the points. Avoid complacency. I want I want a high high energy. I want aggression, and I just want I just let let's go for the throat. Good so, gaffer, good aye aye. High <laughs> octane, high octane. So starting eleven, then let's talk our way through it. Um, goalkeeper, obviously Fraser Foster. Yeah, Bauer right back because that's the only option. Jenkins could go back back three. No, okay. Uh, no, I think it's impossible, but probably not. No one asked you about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Professionalism. I Ayer, Julian, and Taylor. I'd say it'll be Taylor. Taylor. He can, is he registered? He's registered, he's in the squad. I think he might play his, but I would play his. might not be available, because, yeah. I mean, if it was a dislocated shoulder... Um, I think no, he'll definitely be out, surely. If you think to lethal weapon... You can just pop it in and out again. <laughs> you can now escape straight jackets. <laughs> Mel, Mel, that's the, what do you call it? Riggs did that? Riggs, yeah. Okay. Is, when's Bolly might be back? Um, there's been no update, but I think, they'll be sa- I think he'll be saved for the cup final. Aye. After Thursday. After Thursday. Um, midfield three. Get domestic time on. Um, I what think- tournament is it? I think he might be tempted to start in Cham this game. Yeah, it's a good, good. game to play in Cham. Um, because, you know, he's been knocking at the door. Obviously, the goal in Lazio was incredible. Um, he's been linked with a move to Sporting Lisbon. You know, he's been linked with other... You've read the rundown. Is he, nice. Is he just allowed to go to Portugal? Aye, that's <laughs> the only place he can go to. Um, but I, I'd, be, I'd be tempted to Brown, McGregor and Cham uh, and then just Christie on the right. And uh, Forrest on the left. Mm. Yeah, there's no Ellie Unussi. Mm. Uh, MG. MG's just gone, isn't he? <laughs> He's not. He was unfit. Remember the start of the season? No, because you don't have a memory longer than two weeks. <laughs> I was talking about Michael Jackson, you insensitive asshole. <laughs> Jesus what? Christ, he's gone. Uh, Michael Jackson is a paedophile, so fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Lewis Morgan. Billy Jean was a tune, though. <laughs> Bowed. Shut up. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. Um, so midfield three, then we're going with Cham. I, 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 I think he's going to be tempted. I think, I think I mean, obviously he started Rogic at the weekend, so that might be revealing his thinking. But I, I, I would go in Cham. I, I think I think Tam will play. I think um, I think it will be Brown McGregor Tam. Could drop one of Brown and McGregor, give them a wee rest, and I don't think he will. I don't think he will, but he could. You think Tam will play? I think Tam will play. I genuinely do. I think. Do you think he should play? Yes, one hundred percent. Look at his face. He's actually smiling as he's saying that. Um, I think meaningless games are his. Uh, James Forrest. Oh, oh Jesus that? Christ! <laughs> For everyone that's listening. Chris Gallagher just got his uh, hairy shoulders out. Yep. Sleeves are for... That is really... wolf material. Yep. <laughs> it like blends in with your beard that's that thick. Thanks for putting them on. There away. we are. Um, <laughs> James, uh, James Forrest on the right, obviously. On the left, for me, Ryan Christie. I think Christie oh, will play, play. play Forrest on the left and Christie on the right. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense, Lee. Yes. Yeah, I prefer Forrest on the right, but... He- he can do it all. <laughs> well, I mean, he can't, but he can play left wing and right wing. Yeah, there's no options, but I think we might end up with what he said, which yeah. was Forrest on the left, Christie on the right, Brown, Chris, uh, McGregor, and Cham. Cham, and uh, French Eddie up front. We. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um, this is an international podcast, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so, predictions. So, Manny, start with you. Oh, for fuck. He's Here doing the big thing. This is this. It's is. like Bows hosting. <laughs> I let my guests speak, unlike others who are egotistical and want to make the show about them. I'm looking at two people right now. <laughs> You're interrupting, Chris. You literally <laughs> are interrupting him. I'm a guest. <laughs> Celtic three. Oh, fuck you! Yeah. Ren one. Ouch! Let that sink in, everyone. <laughs> Windy out there. Um, okay, goal scorers a bit faster. Go for Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Rogic OG. <laughs> For uh, Celtic, Christie, one. Forest, one. Bower, one. Wow. Wow. Bout? A Celtic free rain nil. And Eddie with a goal. <laughs> and Forest with a brace. Wow. Oh. Uh, I think it'll be Celtic two, rain Zero. Because, as we know, Christopher Iron and Big Julian, they're super cool and uh, they're built to defend. I believe that's known. Uh, no, to know, I think. Uh, Edward Brace. Cool. Um, I'm going to say 4 2. Goals go up. And goals from uh, Tam. <laughs> In fact, Tam's getting two. On goals? Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't believe it two, as he two says. Two goals, it. and Eddie will get two goals, and then the Wren people will get two goals. I was going to say, everybody's got Name a Wren player. Camavinga. Name Claybuck, because he's name, injured. Name Fuck another, another Wren player that can, that's fit. Miang. Striker. Made him up. 
Did I fuck? Look at my rundown. He's right there on my screen. Yeah, anyway, I used to play for AC Milan. I know yeah. that. But ah, see, you don't even know him. You don't even know him. I do know him. I was testing you. You wrote, oh, two, things. You wrote two things in your rundown. Name another round player. He's literally got pictured of the entire right, anyway. squad right in front of him. Right, and he still can't name big, can't big, big centre half to silver. Anyway, moving on. Um, so the, the, the big news that came out last night um, was um, a kind of bit... Bit of bizarre jungle? news from uh, the board who released a statement saying that um, there would be a partial closer, closure of the rail seating uh, section for this game, announcing it three days before the tie um, because of the fines and the UEFA sanctions because of the repeated use of pyrotechnics. Um, this wasn't something that was forced on us by... Uh, UEFA this is action that's been taken by the club um, thoughts Chris uh, massive on goal from the from the board um, at a time when we should as, as we've mentioned a number of times in this podcast we're going into our busiest and most demanding um, period we need everyone pulling together that includes uh, the atmosphere created by the Green Brigade um, UEFA didn't pull them up even if you if I did pull them up instead, my problem with the board is instead of having open, mature discussions about this and saying, "Okay, so you if I don't allow pyrotechnics, you want pyrotechnics, let's make something work. Let's look, let's look at it maturely. It works fine and safe in Sweden. It works fine and safe in all places over the world. Instead of being mature about it, they've acted like twats. Frankly, the Green Brigade came out with a really a very well measured response. They came out with a mature response. They I, I just think that the bold have shot themselves in the foot. People will say, well, they shouldn't be bringing pyro. Well, they shouldn't be doing this and that. See whenever the Green Brigade have a banner. Mm-hmm. Every single person takes a picture of that, puts it on their Facebook, puts it on their Twitter, puts it on their Instagram, Instagram and talks about how what, oh, our, our support's fucking brilliant and then they also talk about the atmosphere at Celtic Parks on European nights is fucking stunning brilliant and then they're quick to jump on and say you shouldn't bring pyro in you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that a number of people I've seen pointed out who are complaining about it are backing the board who did literally have their header picture of the Green Brigade yeah. with flares. Yes, I saw that uh, so from, from my point of view you know, the, 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 bo- the, the club the board, they've made money off it. They've made money off the Green Brigade. They've made money off, off, off yeah. I want your thoughts on it as well. And also, uh, Mark Lyons um, put in the, the flick, what is it called? Flick chat. Flick chat. Flick chat. Um, the flick chat group. He asked, um, what's the logic of announcing a partial stadium closure at 6pm on a Monday night for a Thursday night game? I've, Again, aside from disagreeing with the decision, I think the manner of the decision and the timing of it is disgraceful. It's, um, you, you would imagine most of the Green Brigade are living in and around Glasgow, but there are a lot of people that travel to the games. You're potentially ruining people's travel plans, stuff that's already been paid for. Um, I, yeah, I think it's a really stupidly timed announcement. Yeah. Chris? <laughs> you watch yourself, son. Chris goes without saying that I think the decision's idiotic. I think it's petty, small-minded. Um, the announcement on the Monday, as Bowd says, it's going to cost people money. The one thing that sticks in my craw the most, though, is how Celtic 
as a club continue to profit from the Green Brigade. You can allude to it, Gal. Sterling Prince of their display against Barcelona. You've got the Celtic advert, which gives everybody a warm feeling. Um, it's full of pyro, isn't it? Full of pyro. Selling I want to be Edward t-shirts and, and things like that. I mean, they, they're so happy to milk a profit from the Green, Green Brigade in any way. And then when there's any sort of issue with them, they just hang them out to dry. Hang them out to dry. But then they don't, they rinse and repeat because they know what they bring to the atmosphere at Celtic Park. Um, people, I mean, I'm a huge fan of what the Green Brigade do. See, if £250,000 they've... They've raised for charity. I mean, the stuff that you know, some of the the, the the social stuff they do is phenomenal. But you see, in terms of bringing in uh, the atmosphere to the ground, I mean, people criticise them. At, you know, I, I don't know what Celtic Park would be like without them. Sometimes, I mean, that's Celtic Park can create an atmosphere, but Celtic Park can't always create an atmosphere at home against Livingston. Things like that. They're always there, creating a buzz. And as you say, we're looking at you know the the, the displays they bring out. But the club just, you know, they're aware of that. They use that. But then every now and again, they'll just do something that seems daft. For me, this is just a stupid, stupid they're, they're thing. Yeah. They're holding their tickets for the cup final. They're holding their tickets for right up until the, All the, through the derby. Absolutely. I, I don't know what, I honestly don't know what the board are doing. Because as I said, this is our busiest period. We need everyone pulling together. And the fracturous nature of this, what this does to the support, I think is, there are people who don't like the Green Brigade, fair enough, that, that, that's yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. but the fact is, they are fans just as much as you, it's and a, they can do what they want in terms of, you know, turning up to support their team. The, the, the board, are, to, to, to say a phrase from the, the Chappelle show, they're habitual line steppers, they continuously <laughs> step over the line, and they do it. You know, the the worst possible times when we really don't need to shoot ourselves in the foot, we often do it. Um, we had it with the, the whole announcement of Neil Lennon doing that on the day that we won the treble and everybody's celebrating. The, you know, they put out that news and do it in that way just to kind of arc, you know, it ends up arcing fans and they just read, yeah. read the room totally wrong. Um, and then I, I think this is another example of it. It's just at a time when we, when the team... When the, when the actual squad and the players and the manager need everybody in support, everybody pushing in the same direction, we had a split, you know, a split fan base over the the appointment of Neil Lennon. Whether you like it or not, not everybody thought at, at the start it was going to go the way it has. We've had times where we've been divided, but finally we've got us kind of got our shit together. The board of Ended up being praised because, in retrospect, when we look at the transfer business in the summer, we look at Neil Lennon. Everything's worked out. Everybody's happy again. Everybody, you know, we're we're doing well in Europe and in the league. All positivity in every aspect of the club, and then they go and shoot themselves in the foot and bring this on us at a time when the team is going through its busy spell. When the team is in, whether we like it or not, a title race, and you end up bringing all these negative headlines, all this division when we just simply don't need it. And Jamie67 uh, asks on Twitter, how out of touch are the bold with the fan culture we have? And I think that is that is a big point. It, they're, they're totally out of touch. The whole Rod Stewart thing, about Rod Stewart turning around when he saw the was it the pyro or the banners um, at the Lazio game and being like, that's us fucked again or something like that, that whole story if that happened. And that Peter Lowell turning around and going, yep, that's us. You know, 
it's like he, as, as Rod Stewart like, is a fucking Tory. Yeah, but, fuck Rod Stewart. But, but that's but that's what I'm saying. They 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 are all that board is completely different to all of the people. People like us, people in the stands. There's the no diversity in that board. Everybody, no, absolutely not. But as Solani says, they'll happily profit off us, but they won't support us. Well, it's the whole. See, the whole big thing is right. Um, Celtic, the board, it would never happen. But you know, I've mentioned the idea of just turning around to UEFA and saying, you know, no, no, what? We're not going to pay the fines. No, they just ramp up. The no, but no, but the, no, the, the, poverty and say they no, need a payment plan. Ju- just say, just Celtic have never just do not support, do not back the fans. They, they don't. No, they don't. And 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 that's something that consistently comes back. It's going to bite yeah. them in the ass because do you know. Yeah, I don't know about saying we're not paying the fines. I think that will just get you a European competition quite quickly. Good. But <laughs> I, no, I could understand you saying, you know what? Just particularly with Lazio, the club don't agree with this. Yeah, no, An anti-fascist message is not a message that should be getting fined. That especially shouldn't be getting fined mo- uh, more than natural fucking racist Shout, messages. Shouting fuck Lazio shouldn't be a, a, a matter for discussion. They're Are we going to sanitise it to the point where we yeah. can't swear when you're chanting? I mean, that's ridiculous. And it goes back to the match the fine for Palestine stuff. I mean, the, the, the club came out before that and then the response that the Green Brigade Got after that from all around the world, the club quite quickly shut up after it. Aye, um, but beforehand there was there, it, it, it was quite tense between the two of them. But when the Green Brigade have called it right in the past, the club have quickly kind of uh, backed down, sort of thing. I mean, we'll be back in this position again. Yeah, whether well, it's just... next season, because there's the club know what they bring and they know the money the they can make done, over it. Do but, you think the club would have done this if we tomorrow was a must-win game? No. No, and and that's that's the that's the point as well. Yeah. That's the snidiness of it is the fact that it's all orchestrated for them. They 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 delivered this. They delivered it when they delivered it because to them, you know, we talk about complacency maybe with the team or should we be focusing on? They're already through. See, they, they, so they they don't give a shit. That's a meaningless game at that board. I've seen a lot of people tweet, retweeting stuff about like um, after the display against Lazio at home, um, retweeting wee guys from <laughs> supports from all around the world saying, "Oh, Celtic Park, look at that display. Celtic Park's like one of my top places I want to go because I want to experience a European night." Um, I won't be like that tomorrow. Nope. And, well, and listen, by the way, not tomorrow. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> But I, I just, you know, listen. What, what a pod this has been. Yeah, the I Green mean. Brigade aren't the only Celtic fans. They're not the be on it, be all and end all of supporting Celtic. But however, as Sir Manny says, I don't sing for ninety minutes. Do you know what I mean? No. There's a lot of people like, oh, I, I, we'll, be, we'll be able to bring a, a, a great atmosphere back, right? Okay, tomorrow everyone needs to stand up and do it it's because not tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. Listen. You get your pick of your seats tomorrow, though, if you go. So don't. <laughs> Standing you can have the room. tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. Um, before before we finish up, I want to get some of the the questions out from both the the flick chat and uh, Twitter. Um, sixty seven asks, "Somebody will come to you. Um, will we see a right side consisting of Dembele and Frimpong this season?" Yes. And me. He's been pictured, Dembele's been pictured training again with the first team. I think he was injured for a time. Yeah. Um, I think he might have played the academy game today. There was a number of players. Um, Jack Hendrick gets sent off. He got sent off. I did notice that, aye. Um, Dembele, 
I don't think Dumbelli will be brought in um, unless we start to put a bit of daylight between us and them. Um, True. I think I think it will be later in the season that we'll see him. Um, I'll add so Jack Aitchison, Ronnie Dyla. Yes. Last uh, game. Last game, sort of signing off. Jack Aitchison's still doing quite well when he's wherever he's in loan, mm. isn't he? Uh, Forest Green. Green. Yeah. I think we will see Frimpong and Dembele in May. Forest Green discussed on the Biscuit Tin episode on the Patreon yeah. recently. <laughs> Patreon.com slash 90 minutes. Susta- sustainability was the focus of that. Yes. Worth, uh, worth a listen. Um, Boud, considering this is from Michael Belanger. I oh, think Michael. I've got that wrong. Michael but. Michael Belanger. Is it really? Yeah. He's from, oh. I think he's, he's, in, he's Canadian. I think he's, fr- he's going to. You're from Canada, Michael. Was so Answer. Shit. French Canadian. He's French Canadian, yeah. Good on him. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, not as good as French Eddie, but you know, yeah. take it. Um, considering Lazio's form this year in Serie A, where would you rank or double over the fascists in terms of European performances? It's right up there. I mean, it's not. I don't know actually. Um, like beating Barcelona was incredible, but the fact that they're doing incredibly well in Serie A just now, the fact that they're a bunch of fascists, the fact that it was both legs, home and away. Aye. Is that, <laughs> it's not an answer. It's not, but it's, it's, it's right up there, pal. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, aye, I mean, you get wins against Lisa. <laughs> he just kept it straight boy. They keep saying for me. For this me. is like your podcast. It's, then, his, it's his greatest game ever, remember? <laughs> 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 It was. Like uh, I'm sitting there thinking, um, that was a... Fucking hell, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> sorry, it's, sorry it's, Michael. It's tier two, not tier three. Um, Chris, um, Jamie Snoddy asks on Twitter, with Ross County away an early kickoff on Sunday, um, do we play our strongest 11 and try and cement one place in Europa as early as possible, or do we rest key players with an eye on not dropping points on Sunday? I think obviously talking about you know what we spoke about earlier in terms of priority and focus, does the next league game have ever have any bearing, or does it have any bearing now on a game like Thursday? Uh, bounce back ability has been really good this season in terms of the result, the fixture. Um, not every time, but it's it's, it's worked well. Um, Ross County have you know they're up and down in terms of form. Um, I I will be honest. I think we should hit every game in December. We should play our strongest team. So, so once we the- once we get to January, then that's what three weeks off. The bodies can rec- re- recover. And all that. We just need a big final push to get the first part of the season over. So every single game from now on, you play a strong team. Yeah, I'm not necessarily against you. It's just it's more the mental fatigue that I worry about rather than any physical fatigue. But we'll, we'll see. That's probably a discussion for a, another few games in. For but, me, know, we've got nine games in December. By the time we get to the sixth or seventh one, we'll know if players are kind of struggling a bit. What I would say is, where do you want to bring in a bit of squad rotation? Is it home? Home league games, I think you can maybe mix it up a little bit. Away, strongest 11. Mm. And that's it. Um, the Rangers squad is valued at $100 million. Dollars? By Rangers? Yeah, dollars. <laughs> dollars, pounds, euros. It's all the same to them. Uh, do you agree, Chris? I think, that, I think they're selling themselves short. <laughs> <laughs> $250 I'd reckon. What's Morelos worth now? Forty-five billion. Forty-five billion. <laughs> TM. TM. Ninety minutes, Cynic. 
Um, this obviously yeah. came out of the AGM news that Dave King is stepping down as chairman and they've somehow managed to value their current squad at 100 million despite the fact they've that it's got, not won a trophy. No, well, they, you can, they can value their squad at whatever, whatever they want. That yeah. doesn't mean anything. It's, it literally means yeah. nothing because you, unless someone... You, the value of the player is how much they're bought or sold for. We thought Keon Tierney was worth more than 25 million. We didn't get it though. Yeah. So it, it doesn't really matter what they value their squad at. I don't know. See that whole thing with AGM with King standing down and stuff like that and talking about hemorrhaging money and things. There's some people that are going to say that their demise is imminent or whatever. Who cares, to be perfectly honest? You know, how well we doing right now? Yeah. Do you know? I mean, if, if it happened, we'd bloody love it. Okay, be great. I would just focus on us. I would have a, a can of beer to celebrate. If they had the news that they were dead again, oh, I mean, oh, tell I me when they go to the pub. I'm not waiting it, for it. But I'm not waiting no. for it. They're obviously, I think what it is is an acceptance that they're not exactly in a rude financial health, shall we say. Um, and they have to bum up their squad because, you know, they're spending, they're hemorrhaging that, hemorrhaging that much money that... They have to say, aye, but we've got these assets there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, now, it goes back to the point you make. They can value Morelis at 30 quid, 30 mil, 30 quid, <laughs> 30 million, 40 million. You know, he's only worth what anybody's going to pay for him. Yeah. Um, did somebody say he put a transfer request in? Did I make that up? Not heard anything. Right. I don't <coughs> think so. They, they also said today that they were not going to sell him in January, no matter what bid came in. Well, I mean, the bottom line You're is... You're going to say that in AGM, aren't you? So bottom line is, it doesn't sound like they're in, they've got very much money. So I think I think people speculated that they were going all in this season to stop us from winning the league. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. Absolutely. The Celtic AGM is obviously coming up, and this is one point that people were making. It's tomorrow. About. It's tomorrow. And, you That's know, Thursday, mate. Who's going? It's a callback. Is, is any cynics going to be there? Marcus McLeod will be in attendance. Does Lovely. Keith tend to go to the AGMs? No, I no, think he goes to the other thing. Focus, the, focus. Yeah, yeah. We will have a biscuit tin um, breaking down what was announced and what was discussed at the AGM. Um, so that should spoiler be good. Alert. And the last uh, <laughs> <Is that a> spoiler, <laughs> spoilers. What's coming? Uh, and the last bit is AOCB is that Sam Allardyce is a fat wank. No discussion needed. Where did this come from? Has he been in the press? Yeah, he said that basically anybody could go up and beat Celtic to a title and that Steven Gerrard would do it this season. All right, okay. Yeah. He also said it on TalkSport, so it also kind of adds to the to the man. Aye. TalkSport is a station I listen to all the time. <laughs> it's pure quality journalism, man. He's a fat wank. Aye. There's more chance of somebody for Fat Sam's in Dundee winning a trophy up here. <laughs> Bowed's done a nice fat Sam. <laughs> Bowed typed in Fat Sam into... <laughs> no. Have you been to Fat Sam's in Dundee? Hey, maybe I was up. McCann used to go to Dun- uh, Dundee. Oh, Dundee, you know. right. I've been to a few gigs, so. Cool. Um, so that is our podcast for this week. Um, Chris Gallagher, you've been uh, great. Thanks very much, Louis McCaffrey. Thanks. Um, Bowd, you've been the best. Oh, You've yay. moved into number one. Bowd, we, Bowd, we all talk about you behind your back. Yeah, I know. How, how great is Bowd? Aye. I want to be Bowd, aye. So Manny, you've been an absolute dick all night. Um Listen, yeah. listen we all have uh, lovers tiffs every now and again. Yeah, you can make up for it later. Um I've been Louis McCaffrey and we will speak to you down the street.